0: Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by the greatest beer on planet Earth. Coors Light. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to do the same and you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Also, if you are coming to New Orleans for the Final Four and you see me in New Orleans and you walk up to me and you say, Titus, can I get you a drink? You better have a Coors Light in your hand. That's, I'm, just, I'm just putting it on record right now. If, if Do not be a John Diebler. A lot of John Dieblers out there say they listen to the show. Then they ask, they're gonna ask me, can I get you a drink? If you actually listen to the show, if you're a true friend of the program, you already know what drink I want. It's a Coors Light. Come say hello in New Orleans. Bring me a Coors Light. Make sure the mountains are blue. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslight.com slash TNT. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome in America. The Elite Eight is set, and the North Carolina Tar Heels Whoa. are among the elites. Whoa. We stay have a happy boy. One
1: more time. We have a happy what? boy sitting
0: to my right. What?
1: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe it! Honestly, it's probably the—I mean, this is the most shocking thing I have ever been a part of on this program. It is. In our uh,
0: I, I—we're we're gonna do our best to touch on all the games. Gonna be completely honest with you, yeah. there were two games we watched a lot of, two games we didn't watch <laughs> a, a ton of. Rightfully uh, so. Rightfully, rightfully so, because I Providence think, we watched though. Providence, Providence we, we, watch. Watch. we watched. Providence, congratulations! Hang the banner. Won the Big East. Uh, yeah. No one can take. They that They honestly away from you. should hang a banner. They are going. To. Oh, well,
1: yeah, it's true. But like another banner. No one, we had a great year. I'm
0: going to tell, tell Providence fans what I told Louisville fans when they won the 2013 national title and they hung that banner. No one can take that away from you. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about all the, uh, all the games, I'm sure. Maybe not. Who the hell knows? My uh, co-host, yeah. my friend, my partner, Yeah. This went is... to the University of North Carolina, Oof. told me many times over that he was done with this team. This man five that is, times, five strikes. This man that is on our screen right in front of us, named Caleb Love, uh, was a a particular target of your uh, I don't want to say hatred, so I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to no, say I, it.
1: I called him Caleb Hate a, a few times. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, you 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 reached your wits end many times with Caleb Love, uh, and I'll be damned, Tate. Here He's we him. are. He's, He's him, in. and you're in the elite eight. And yeah. you being happy makes me happy. <laughs> it is good vibes flowing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Tonight. Honestly, you know, we I, we have covered this entire Carolina journey. We remember in November at the start of the year. I remember we had the the top twenty five preseason poll. We were going through actual national title contenders. And you know, look, people call me a homer. I love home. I, I love North Carolina. <laughs> I love where I'm from. I love where I went to school. So I threw it out there. I'm like, what about North Carolina? And uh, I think we both kind of were like, Yeah, I don't, I don't. first year at coach. I left. I left. Yeah, we don't see a path. The path was there. And uh, the fact that Caleb Love, I mean, the growth of this team, the fact that we figured out, one, R.J. Davis is the point guard. Caleb Love is the shooting guard, emphasis on shooting. This man loves to shoot the basketball tonight. He made a lot of shots. I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. But the identity of this team, they're a tough group. They're a veteran group. And all they heard from, you know, mouthpieces like me was, this is not a Carolina basketball team. Where has my Carolina basketball gone? And you know what they did? They didn't say, well, guess – Guess shucks. Guess it's not us. Guess we're not going to beat Carolina basketball. Oh, well. No, they got in the gym. They did what they needed to do. They believed in each other. And guess what? They're in the Elite Eight. I, I, I am shocked. I'm happy to be wrong. I would love to be wrong every single year if I say that North Carolina I'm done with this team, and then they do this. Uh, maybe that's the path forward. Maybe I do that every year. Maybe I start next year Dude, and say I'm done with let's, this team.
0: Let's go through everyone. So Houston <laughs> loses two of their best players. I imagine a lot of Houston fans were like, I'm done with it. Like, yeah. you know, they didn't have the losing streak. They weren't getting blown out in the way that Carolina was. But maybe there was a point where Houston fans were like, I don't know, man. Not, not our year. Not our year. Yeah. Villanova fans, probably the same thing. Probably when they got their asses handed to them uh, by Baylor. Maybe Villanova fans. They lose at UCLA. They lose at Baylor. I'm sure there's some Villanova fans who are like, not our year. Arkansas. Kansas fans. Kansas lost to TCU not that long ago. Yeah. Which once upon a time in the Big 12, losing to TCU was embarrassing, humiliating. You just don't do it. And Kansas lost to TCU. Not our year. Miami. God, I don't need to even. Yeah. I mean, Miami barely made the tournament. Exactly. Everyone basically disrespected Miami
1: for the second half of the season. Uh, There you go.
0: Arkansas lost uh, from mid-December to mid-January lost every game they played except Elon. Yeah. They they lost five of six. Everyone was done. Free fall. Everyone, including Arkansas fans, were like, not our year. Duke. (laughs) Not our year. Not our year. North Carolina blows them out. Not our year. uh, You know, like I'm I'm going to join. uh, St. Peter's. St. We Peters, did not win the league. St. Peters has all not season. Our year. St. Peters has all season, but saying this is our year, and everyone's been laughing at it. <laughs> they're, the one, they're the one exception. Doug Eddard kept saying, yeah.
1: "This is our year." And yeah. So like, why
0: will Why will no one Dug. listen? Uh, so yeah, I, I I am going to make fun of you. You understand how this yeah, show works. Sure I will is. I will kill you uh, for for you know saying strike five on North Carolina and, and, and so. being out on this team. But at the same time, you know, in the interest of fairness, I got to be unbiased and and put on the big J cap and say every other fan base at some point this season has said the exact same thing you said. Yeah. And uh, that's the joy of this tournament is that you can salvage an otherwise garbage forgettable season by getting hot at the right time. That's what the Tar Heels have done. Yeah. Hang the banner. Yeah. Lead eight. Hubert Davis in year one. What What about the Hubert Davis part of all this? That, I, uh, I, I, that the, the, A lot of questions around mm-hmm. Hubert Davis. The way he gets hired was uh, not questionable per se but like I th- it was very
1: I think in the family yeah
0: very in the family i think outsiders were like why? call, brad, call brad Stevens. yeah why didn't you call, <laughs> call mark
1: you mark, mark said he P- wanted to interview um, yeah they did, like, I, I he, he um,
0: once, they did not do that roy was like i i got my man he he sits
1: he's been sitting once, right next to me for right eight years and me. everyone's like
0: who <laughs> who's that <laughs> sean may <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, steve no. robinson yeah no, no 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 it's gonna be hubert davis and yeah. uh I I I don't. I'm not going to speak for Carolina fans, but uh, I I wouldn't say that you guys were over the moon per se. There's a big wait and see approach. Hubert is. Yeah. It's been an uphill climb. We know how uh uh re- replacing legends goes. It almost never goes never well. Works. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a lot of skepticism to go around. Your thoughts now that your your new head basketball coach and his first year has your boys in the elite eight.
1: I think it's one thing to say about the man, right? The man that is Hubert Davis, there was never a question, right? He is, when you talk about integrity, we love talking about integrity on the show. The man has the integrity of a million men. He is. He literally is everything that you would think would do the right thing is personified. It would be Hubert Davis. So there was never a question about what does Hubert represent as a person because he represents everything that is right, good, and true with the world, in my opinion. The problem was, will Hubert Davis actually be a good basketball coach? And that was the skepticism that everyone came into because he coached JV. You know, there was a lot of people that were like, hey, I, I go to JV games and I'm, I I want to see like what his, you know, what is his coaching philosophy? What does he do as a coach? And no one can really find something to hang their hat on and say that's Hubert. And what I think I figured out throughout this entire year is that Hubert is always going to be even keeled. Hubert is never going to be too high, too low. Hubert is always going to have his eyes on the other side of the forest. He's always going to see that there's going to be trials and tribulations. And at the end of the day, he's gotten zero blue blood respect and treatment for a new coach. I mean, zero. I mean, it's honestly hilarious that he went to coach K's last game and not one person said it was his first game in Cameron indoor. And and then after the fact, when he wins it, no one said, Hey, Hubert Davis, what a great win for that guy. They were all like, man, this is shocking. Coach K must be shocked
0: by the way. Same thing's going to happen when Carolina and Duke meet in the of final
1: course, <laughs> Of course. Of course. Yeah. So I think, like, in a sense, we all know Hubert's such a nice guy, so he's not going to he's not gonna grab a ref and call him over and put his arm around him. He's not going to slam his hand on the table, the scores table, and act a fool. That's not who he is. And at times in a game, you want Roy Williams to get teed up or throw his jacket or, you know, one of those – Bill Guthridge to chomp some ice and let these officials know they're screwing him over. Hubert's not going to do any of that. And yeah. I think it really helped him in the Baylor game because if he was acting right. as maybe we wanted him to, which is what a Matt Darty would do, I think Carolina loses that game and he probably gets teed up. Right. You know what I mean? So right. Hubert, to me, is totally different from Roy, totally different than Dean, totally different than Bill Guthridge, obviously very different than Matt Darty. And I think I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> there I said it. <laughs> I, uh, this is how you win me over. You win basketball games. Let's just win basketball games. And you talk about how the Carolina way while you do it. And you got guys, Dontre Styles, who's been shelved on the bench all year how from do, how did this, North Carolina.
0: Explain to uh, outsiders how this happened. How, yeah, uh, a, a lot of people, uh, a lot of friends of the program listen to to every word that comes out of your mouth on the show and have for years. <laughs> Apologies. And, uh, try to watch Carolina because win or lose, it's like if, if Carolina's losing, it's funny to hear Tate cry. If Carolina's winning, it's fun to hear Tate be excited. Um, and even these people that have been following North Carolina yes. can't really make sense of what's happening from your perspective. How does a team that gets blown out by Kentucky, that gets blown out by Tennessee, who yeah. else is, who else blew them out?
1: I like, I, I think I that's think enough. <laughs> Wake Forest, blew Wake Forest them out. Blew Miami out.
0: blew them out. Oh, uh, Miami. An elite
1: eight team, by the way, yeah, that's true. Duke blew them out. Another elite eight team. So if we point. were just judging this um, incorrectly,
0: but a team that gets blown out, run off the floor, embarrassed. I, I vividly remember sitting in your living room, uh, yeah. Or, or, I guess it was your kitchenette area. I, I don't know the floor plan of your house. Whatever, wherever the hell we were sitting, <laughs> have to call his realtor and figure out. Uh, I remember doing the show, the first Carolina Duke game. Yes, and when when horrible. you guys got your asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, and you were you were beside yourself, not for the result so much as the the way it happened. That as you said, there was they were not playing Carolina basketball. Uh this is this is you know you, you started saying things like I'd rather lose for with guys that are. You know, I would Carolina, say put in and, the walk up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather lose with those guys than win with these guys. Like, there's yeah. no pride. We were covering all these bases. How does how do we go from there to where we're at now? Where not only are they winning, they're winning apparently, as you're saying in in in. in an <laughs> In a Carolina manner, yeah. That uh, that pleases you. This is this is not a muck fest. This is this is Carolina basketball.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, the problem at the start of the year, the portal came into play. I think a lot of promises were made because we got a first year head coach, and you're bringing in a lot of talented guys, and they expect this shot, these these amount of shots. And my dad told me that you said that I was going to bring the ball up the court, but now I'm not bringing the ball up the court, so now I'm mad that I'm not bringing the ball through. So we had a lot of that kind of stuff going on, which is all fodder, which is off the court. And I think that's why I'm so impressed with Hubert Davis because. You know, all of that, you know, could drive you to go crazy as a coach. You could completely quit on your team. You could say, not our year, as we've been saying. But instead, he went to the leaders of his team, Leaky Black, Mondo Bacon, RJ Davis, and he said, This is you guys. This is on you to to come together. And after the Wake Forest blowout, according to the story, they all sat in the locker room with each other and they were like, We're not. Was it a players only meeting? It was a players only meeting. Oh, my God. The and I, and, and, if I would have known that, that's. And, and it was reported that, you know, they, they had told themselves we were not going to leave this locker room until we ha- addressed the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room was Brady Manic you're a starter. You're a star on this team. Yeah. You have to be that guy. Armando Baycott, you're the ACC player of the year. Be that guy. RJ Davis, you're our point guard. Be that guy. Caleb Love, you're Caleb Love. I don't, I don't know. Do, do what you do. You're him. You're him. You're him. Do what you do. And uh, and I think that uh, I think it really was that. I think it was a lot of these guys. They heard all the noise. They soaked it in. They they could have quit, but instead they came together. And that is why I love college basketball because it's never over until it's over. You see kids grow, and uh, wow. No, and now man. they're in
0: the elite eight. No, I'm with you. It's it's been it, to to watch you watch the team. Yeah, no, it's, but, uh, it's not
1: been pleasant. That's for sure. It's been a it's been a journey, but, but the last been, month has been
0: it's been worth it, worth it, and that's the most important part. Uh, look, can we talk about UCLA slightly, please? Maybe a little bit. I would love to
1: talk about UCLA because I'm upset uh, about this. As my well. heart
0: hurts for UCLA. Yeah, me too. And and my heart hurts for Purdue too. We could talk about that in a second, but. Uh, to to have a team like UCLA and and all these guys come back and i think um you know the the way we talked about it is like these these guys all turned down like the i don't know coming to this season I, I felt like the talking about all these guys coming back was like they were the 07 florida team yes. four of them could have gone to the <laughs> nba yeah. But they turned down first round draft grades to come. And if we're being completely honest with ourselves, Johnny Juzing probably would have left if you got a top twenty. Yes, draft Yes. If grade someone last gave year. him a grade, yeah. yeah, he would have gone. Yeah. Uh, same with Hakez. Like so. Or but, Tiger. I mean. Tiger, was, all, yeah. But whatever. All these guys come back. We're very familiar with them. That that is the uh, we we coming into the season felt like uh, it was going to be UCLA's year. Whether that means winning a national championship or not, I didn't know. But I felt like. UCLA was had had the country by the balls. Given yeah. given that run that they went on last season, how fun it was! The fact that UCLA is a blue blood, the fact that it's in Los Angeles, their Jordan brand now bringing with, in two five star guys, five star guys. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of boxes checked. We felt like UCLA was uh the, maybe not destined, but was it was there for the taking. And to lose in the Sweet Sixteen when Hami isn't one hundred percent, that's not why they lost, but facts yeah 100 percent. of course
1: i thought he looked good tonight oh um, yeah, no he did i mean I, <laughs> he was good i honestly was impressed with how good hame
0: looked it sucks and that that is the 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 thrill of victory agony of defeat we're happy for carolina carolina moves on but the only reason it tastes sweet to carolina the only reason north carolina moving on is so fun and exciting and and you're losing your mind is because on the other side north, uh, a ucla team that that really thought every yeah. step of the way they're like we're winning the national title
1: yeah I I mean, I thought this UCLA team was going to the Final Four. I thought, like you said, they they could win a national championship. National championship, they check all the boxes. Tiger Campbell is what I thought the best point guard in the tournament. And as we know, if you have the best point guard in the tournament, you have a really good shot to win the tournament. So, I mean, my Carolina side of this thing is that you just beat a team that I think should have gone to the title game slash could have won the title. Now that changes the whole trajectory of what you look at, what you forecast your destiny because – you now that you've knocked someone out of that caliber, you absorb their, but you, you absorb their, you bear that responsibility too. Oh, okay. In my opinion, I, I think like UCLA. If you're UCLA, you can't lose to a team that's not going to do anything this after is, they beat you. So I think like if you're North Carolina, you have to take that on your shoulder a little bit and say, hey, we just knocked out potentially the national champions. We just knocked out the defending national champions in the round before. We gotta believe in our. That's we gotta like, believe. It's like, the,
0: it's like the Santa Claus. You yeah. kill the Santa Claus. Now that, you are the. You Santa put Claus. on the. Yes, that's my second Tim Allen reference Honestly, of the day.
1: By the way, it's a great. It's <laughs> a great reference. I think you're 100 percent right. We have the put on Santa's
0: coat, and let's ride. It reminds me of uh, uh, uh Buzz Lightyear as well in that. <laughs> I'm just like ripping off Tim yeah, Allen references. Um, no, the, you're, you're right. I, th- I think Carolina getting to this point, uh, it, it really does change because I, you know, when, when you were playing Baylor, it was like let's just try to win this game, and wouldn't that be fun to knock off Baylor? And then even UCLA, you didn't believe, like, yeah, no, because I, I th- didn't. I, I didn't think they I were. I thought UCLA
1: was going to go to the Final Four. I thought that was a sure thing. On this board. And I think if you talk to anyone in that locker room, Michael Lewis, Mick Cronin, Mm -hmm. uh, Jake Kyman, anyone in that locker room right now, UCLA, they are shocked because they thought they were going to win the title, which goes back to the whole conversation of this group of guys. They knew in November what the larger goal was, and they were bored. I talked about teams being bored, like looking towards the tournament. UCLA was obviously one of those teams. Yes. Tiger Campbell was locked in beyond belief. Hame was locked in beyond belief. Johnny tonight was locked in beyond belief while Leaky Black is covering him all over the court. I mean, they were a team on a mission that was going to go win the title. And the fact that you took that away, like I said, now you have to carry that weight. That's that's part of it.
0: So of we we move on. Uh, we are now facing St. Peter's, who is the, is the other game we watched yeah. tonight, obviously.
1: Quick break to get aware from our sponsors. And now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful, like Cashback Match, for instance. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.
0: Also want to talk about our friends at Roback. The guys over at Roback have been sending us some of their performance hoodies and polos, and we'll be honest... You have to chuck this stuff out. I I I it, it has been so fun just just ripping through all these clothes that Roback has sent us, Tate, because I, I, I cannot get enough of it. They sent us uh some hoodies, some Q zips, some performance polos. And I swear to God, these hoodies, I, I was wearing one last night we were doing the show, and it is I, I said it last time, I'm going to say it again. A lot of our listeners, let's be let's be completely honest, you're lazy. You you like to you like to lounge around the couch. You like to wear something comfortable. Then your buddy calls you up and says, let's go meet up for happy hour. And you're like, I don't, I don't really want to change, but can I wear the, I got the answer for you. It's the Robeck performance hoodie. You wear it on the couch. It's comfy as hell. It's time to go out. Keep it on. You don't have to change. It's stylish as hell as well. A total game changer. Maybe the softest, stretchiest hoodies in the game from college athletes to professionals. People can't take them off. The best part about wearing a Robeck hoodie is when you see someone else wearing one and you just give them that little subtle head nod because you know they get it. They're just like you. Roback's performance Q-Zips bring new meaning to the word comfortable. They are the definition of versatile and a perfect fit for the office. Also, the performance polos are the only polos we wear. You cannot find a better-looking, better-feeling performance polo, even if you're not a polo guy. These polos, and, and I can attest to this as well, I'm, I think I might wear one tomorrow. I'm, I might wear the polo they sent me tomorrow. I'm, I'm so excited. I love the guys at Roback. Go go buy their stuff. Go, go right now. Use code TITUS at Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first purchase through the end of this week, that's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. 20% off all polos, Q-Zips, and hoodies with code TITUS. You're listening right now. Yes, you listening. Your, your style needs work. You need you need some new clothes for spring and summer. It's time to get rid of the old, get the new. Go to Roback. Promo code TITUS. 20% off. Make sure to jump on newly dropped performance hoodies just in time for the spring. Go to Roback.com. Do it now. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save
1: some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condos, or renters' coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy to use Geico mobile app, available 24 hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to Geico becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today. Terrifying team, by the way, St. Peter's. Just Be, carving people up.
0: Beat Purdue, um, and in, in a manner that uh, was both surprising and not surprising at all. And by that, I mean that it was surprising, obviously, and that that Purdue is is the three seed. St. Peter's is a fifteen seed. Um, Purdue had has Zach Eady and Travion Williams, and and size that that St. Peter's is as as good as Kentucky is. Uh, Oscar Shebe is not that. That's a different. That's a different matchup. St. Yeah. Peter's is going to be faced with Guardian Zach Eady. There's nobody on Kentucky. There's a lot of great players on Kentucky. Good players on Murray State. There's nobody on Jaden Ivey's level of athleticism that St. Peter's is going to. Nobody in the tournament. Nobody in the tournament. Yeah. So uh, I had I believe that as good as St. Peter's has been playing, you're, you're you're running up to these limitations now. Now we're going to see why they were 15 seed. This, there's a reason no 15 seeds ever made it to the Elite Eight. Um, surely Purdue's gonna have their way. What could possibly go wrong? And then the game starts, and you watch St. Peter's and 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 what they've done every step of this tournament, yeah. which is move in five dudes moving in cohesion. And and this is why uh, Sheehan Holloway is is becoming such a star. And people that 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 know the game are just like raving about this guy is because it's not just that they're winning games. It's it's again how they're winning games. It's yeah. that the the way this team plays. They're so obviously well coached and. Within five, ten minutes of the game, you, you it, it it you you would not necessarily said St. Peter's is gonna win this game, but you're like, oh, there this is something. This is yeah. going to be something tonight. This is, this is going, going to be for, a game. Yeah, there's gonna yeah. be a game. Yes. Cause because the things that the, the problems that Purdue was having were not gonna go away. I guess there's a world in which Purdue just starts hitting every shot they're throwing up. Um, but but as as we've said, every every time we're talking about St. Peter's, these dudes aren't winning because uh like a lot of times of 15 seeds or 14 seeds or UMBC as a, as a, uh, a 16 that if I remember at UMBC hung like 50 or more on Virginia in the second half
1: yeah. of that game, I think this, it's 51. Yeah. This is
0: not a case of St. Peter's is just like going nuts from three and hitting shots. They would never hit. And like, there, there's some sort of magic to it. It's crazy. It feels like when you watch, when you watch Saint readers play, they are the better team every step of the way that they've been winning these games. And so now North Carolina Facing St. Peters. Yeah. Where's your head at?
1: Well, I would say this about St. Peters. I mean, they make you value the basketball. They, Purdue had 15 turnovers tonight. Jaden Ivy had six of them. I mean, that was really the difference of the game. If Caleb Love plays the way that Jaden Ivy played tonight, which I think is how he wants to play, I think that they're in trouble because St. Peters, St. Peters is going to limit possessions in this game. They're going to play their own pace. They're going to throw this matchup zone at you. Nothing's going to be easy. And as mm-hmm. I said to you before the game, Purdue was going to have to beat them. And it felt like a little bit where Purdue, like... They They were
0: waiting for the St. Peters to screw up. They were were waiting for for them to
1: to lose the game and for them to just kind of break out and get a big lead. And they were up at halftime. I think that's the other shocking part for a lot of people. They're like, Purdue was up at halftime, and then they came out and still let St. Peter, you know what I mean? Like, St. Peter's gave them a run in the first half. You would think that would get them alert to what's going on, but it did not. The
0: other part that's shocking to me is that I I really truly don't feel like Purdue really choked. No, like I, it uh, felt like yeah. St. Peter's was just better. <laughs> that's what's that's what like yeah. like losing last year to North Texas. If I was a Purdue fan, would hurt so much more. Losing to Virginia, obviously in 2019, is is an all time way to lose a basketball game. And yeah. the way that 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 one hurts, that's probably number one on the the pain scale. Yeah.
1: Because you did everything to deserve to win. This
0: one hurts only on paper. This one hurts because you look up and you're like, all right, there's an 8 and a 4. We have to get by a 15 and then play the winner of the 8 and the 4, and we're going to the final four. Yeah. On paper, that's great. In reality, St. Peter's...
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, I'm not even kidding. It was I, not a fluke. If I were North Carolina, I would literally, in scout team, say it's Kentucky. Yeah. I would just say that's who we're playing. Like I, yeah. I would make them wear Kentucky jerseys just to like incept in our head that we're playing a team that knocked out Kentucky, knocked out Murray State, and knocked out Purdue. You can't look over St. Peter's at this point, And if you do, you're an idiot. I mean, this, this is and Shaheen Holloway is still able to use the bulletin board. Dude,
0: I am on. I am honest to God, I am shocked that St. Peter's uh did not let the run to the Sweet Sixteen get in their head. Get in their head. Yeah. Same. I really am. With, with I, I, I'm Buffalo Wild Wings. Dude, and they're the better interviews. men. They are better men than me because I would have 100% let it get in my head. I was, like, if I'm if I'm eater, I'm not going to practice. Are you yeah, kidding me? Of course, I'd side with Buffalo Wild Wings, dude. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing ad deals and. Sorry, and coach. I just cashed a forty thousand dollar every time B-Dubs. I turned on my television this week. Shaheen Holloway was doing an interview, and I was like, yeah. "Listen, I'm happy for the man. This is the game you have to play, both individually and as a school and yeah. a program." Uh, d- do it. You have to do it. But at the same time, like, are we are we watching film, Shaheen? Yeah, are we are we no. studying? I went and, to our
1: YouTube channel and there was an interview with us with Shaheen Holloway. Yes, I don't remember doing
0: uh, it. I really uh, don't. So I'm watching all this and I'm like, oh man, I I you know St. Peter's. I know they're good, but like, boy, I they they're they're going to be facing Jaden Ivey, Zach Eady. Oh. That's, that's those are two things you've never you have not seen. You've not seen that all season and your entire lives really. All these players, they've never seen anything like this. I don't know. And then the game starts and you're like. They're going to be fine. They're going to be. They're going right. to be all right.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the same thing that happens against Carolina. I don't think that anything's going to change. I think if anything, St. Peter's feels even more empowered by the fact that they just knocked off Purdue. Because I think deep down, you have to have that little bit of uh, you know. Do do we really belong here? I mean, after after you knock off Purdue, coming off of what you already did when Purdue knows who you are. I mean, you can't say enough
0: about St. Peter. Yeah, because because Purdue had the whole lead up to this game. They had they they, they, they the exact same things you're saying that you want Carolina to think. Yes, Matt Payne Pre- probably like had Kentucky, them wearing yes.
1: Carolina. Yes, uniforms.
0: yes, and uh, we we were saying it when we were doing the 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 live stream watching the end of the game. Um, but I'll I'll reiterate it here that that for Purdue to go out this way where their offense let them down. And, uh, they, they kind of played well, certainly good enough defense to win the game. Yeah. Um, that, that was a surprise to me as well, because the the all season, when you're watching Purdue, you're like, they can score at the best of them. Uh, they have so many weapons. They have so many ways to kill you. Uh, but what's ultimately going to catch up to them is they're, they're defensively a mess at times. That's going to hurt them in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And tonight, that's not the case. That's not the formula, and that is that is why I keep circling like the, the, the Saint Peter's run is as, as spe- like obviously it's special because they're a fifteen seed that's gone farther than anyone any 15's ever gone. But it's the way they're going about it that's like we th- this is crazy. This yeah. is like we we've, we've never seen anything like this. And if you're
1: Purdue, if you look at the the box score at the end of the game, you shot forty three percent from the field. You'll take that. Uh, you know, you basically have more assists. What
0: were they from three though?
1: I mean, they shoot 23%, but, I mean, St. Peter shoots 28%. So, I mean, and they both take the same amount. They both take 21. 21, But you have more assists. uh, You have more rebounds. You have more offensive rebounds. So, everything that you look at after this game, if you're Matt Painter, you're like, we should have won this game other than turnovers. Yeah. yeah. And, And that kind of comes down to the the choice that you have to make when you have this transcendent star that is Jaden Ivey, because Jaden Ivey does not fit in this box of college basketball, of a
0: college point guard. Yeah. yeah. Like he's not a college point.
1: guard. You're trying to box We're I mean, all trying to box him in as a college point guard. And he's beyond that. But in this game, you need a college point you need guard, a college
0: point guard. That's so that, what you that's did. all
1: you need it. That's like, if we put Remy Martin on Purdue in this game, I think they win by 15. And it's not because Remy Martin has 15. It's because R- someone can say, Hey, Calm down. You go here. Yeah. We get we we got this possession. You know what I mean? You just need someone to kind of set things up. And that's not Jaden Ivey's natural instinct a little bit. He's playing off ball at times. So I mean it's very I get the frustration of your Purdue, but it, it, it checks out that St. Peter's just played a better game. Jaden
0: Ivy did, did did look uh uh a lot tonight. Uh what what we were saying last week because we we were we were laying out the path for Jaden Ivy to become the number one pick in the NBA draft. Yes. Uh it's still nice. possible by the way. It's still possible, but still possible. the tide didn't help. Um but I I remember when we were talking about that I I made a comment that like Jaden Ivy is is too good for college basketball yeah and, and like the game I think tonight he's is. trying to play an NBA game on the college level that was tonight there there were so many plays where he 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 I don't know he's coming off a ball screen and then he's throwing it to Zach Eady and he's like rifling a pass at, 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 or he's throwing like a lob up to Eady and Eady's kind of like yeah, not catching it yeah. great and you see Jaden Ivy's shoulders slouch and he's like God damn like why can this guy not catch and then. I'm watching it through the lens of like a cow, like the way Matt Painter's probably watching it, which is like, why
1: put him in that position? You've been playing
0: with this guy for two years, like you know he can't catch that pass. Yeah, Yeah, that's
1: all he's yelling. And
0: Jane's like, dude, this guy sucks. I want to go to the NBA (laughs)
1: now. I need better personnel. I need NBA personnel,
0: Coach. I know my personnel. That's the problem. Yes, give me better personnel. I want to
1: throw that up to Um, BeStu on the Pistons and let him dunk it.
0: And and that's why I I I think I said it on. I think Jayniebe was overrated as a college player, and he might be underrated as a as an NBA prospect because. The guy, he, he's just playing like a different game out there. And tonight, as you said, like he he shows flashes, uh, kind of like I thought the shot was going in at the end. It just felt try. it felt right, like it the felt, way he took it too.
1: Like and you talk about his confidence, but the way that Ivy reacted when it left his hand, yeah, it looked like he was like, oh, yeah. that's in,
0: yeah. And the and one, he had just made the one left. he had hit before was uh, was arguably a harder shot than yeah, the one fading to his left uh, yeah. for the game. So uh you, you I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm watching him and I'm just like, this guy does not belong on this. Floor, but at the same, I don't know. You know what I mean? That like that was yeah. my vibe the entire night. He's making great plays, but he's also has six turnovers. And uh, I I do feel for Purdue, man. I, I really, I really do. do. I feel it, for I will it, it doesn't help. No Purdue but, fans. But are like, I, oh, thanks. I I will, no, I will <laughs> say
1: though. Like I mean, there's just like there was a lot this season. The Purdue, what was on paper. Was never what was actually in practice. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the idea of Purdue always superseded the reality of always. Purdue. Yes, and I think that's what we all talked from. We're like, look at look at the fact that they have Edie and they can have Travion Williams and they can stagger these guys. And if they had to, they could go super big with these guys and all that stuff. But it was all within the vacuum of this this made but from up from day
0: one from day one we were saying but they don't have a point guard yes and i don't think they care that much on defense and then you know what happened on day 26 we're like they don't have a point guard and i don't think they care about defense yeah. you know it was day 136 they don't have a point guard i don't think they, <laughs> that no, was that was the story we know they don't care about defense. yeah definitely. the entire season
1: yeah and uh you know now they and nobody wins in the tournament with bad guard play and bad defense literally no one can't really no one. I mean, I know the Brooklyn Nets tried to do that. They tried to just win with just offense and it all went to hell in a handbasket, but that's not how it works it, at the end of the day in basketball. And Purdue had way more talent than St. Peter's, but they weren't a better team. And that is the story of today, really.
0: I I I, re- I really do feel bad for Purdue cuz uh it's 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 a big one. Like Jay Ivey I mean, came Jay did come back for like Jay Navy we were talking earlier about the UCLA guys that came back and and um, how their decision was sort of made for them, but it was cool that they came back anyway. Jay Nivey's decision was not made for; him. he would have been a first round pick last year, and and he came back uh, obviously to improve his draft stock. But a, part, a huge reason he came back is because they lost to North Texas, and I think in Jay Nivey's mind as a freshman, he was like, "All right, I'm going to go on this run with Purdue because Purdue was what a three seed. They were yeah last they, year yeah three fourteen game. They were they were three seed last year. Um. He, he, I'm sure in his mind, he's like, we're going to go on this great NCAA tournament run. I don't know how far we're going to go, but I'm going to have my moment on my big stage, like Paolo Bancaro kind of had last night. Yep. Uh, That's going to be me. I'm going to catapult myself to the lottery, and and away we go, and I'm going to go to the NBA draft, and that's how it's going to work. They yep. lose to North Texas, and he's like, all right, well, let's run that back, and I'm going to get my great run again. And the whole, the seas parted, the whole world opened up for I know.
1: Him. That's, I think that's the hardest part for and me. And that yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's like exactly. you you're standing there and the Red Sea is just parted and then Moses told you you actually can't go with us. My, not my, well. My no, I think that's oh, okay. I think it was Moses because let's do this pic. Sorry, yeah, I think Moses, he he didn't yeah. believe in Purdue. Moses
0: said <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> something like that and uh, yeah, Purdue can't. You know who her.
0: I you know I really feel bad for though was my father who uh, who oh, had man. if if Purdue won the national title he was going to be a thousand dollars richer.
1: He must be hurt. He's,
0: he's got to be hurt. Man, good. he's got to be hurt. Yeah.
1: You a I mean, booster. I know you're hurt. <laughs> uh, no, I know nothing. you're hurt, man. <laughs> but face- shout out to Laura Legend. <laughs> Laura Legend's actually hurt.
0: FaceTime my mom. <laughs> yeah, you're poor mom. <laughs> She just goes, I don't
1: know I don't know what to say. I, to say. <laughs> I, I wish I could have watched more of their games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she did text me to say that every... She she swears that every single game... She said this is the new Titus Curse because... Oh. Uh, we we didn't talk about that. We, we were talking about Carolina. The curse, the curse is dead. I I yeah. watched the entire North Carolina game with Tate sitting yep. right next to him. Yep. Uh, and it was a big game, obviously, and Carolina won. Huge. I think the Titus curse is dead. But then my mom dead. texted me and said, every Purdue game, every Purdue men's game, I watched with your father. <laughs> yes. Purdue lost. Uh, so so, so to, actually, to Coach <laughs>
1: Titus is the curse. He he's okay. cursed
0: Titus. <laughs> but only dad, for Purdue game. my dad has a knack for knowing when to allow my mom yeah. i don't i don't want to say it that, like it's not a, it's not like but you know, don't have that kind of relate but you know we, we we've covered it on the show that my dad's like i don't know i don't want to watch purdue my mom's yeah. just like the sweetest woman on earth so she's like we don't have to watch purdue we can watch the great british bake-off if you want or whatever the hell my dad's like I don't, I don't want to watch this garbage. i don't want to watch purdue i'm not watching purdue and then my mom eventually got the point where she's like Yo, so can a, yeah you watch like yeah, one please. purdue game and, yeah. those, and then my dad's like, "All right, we'll watch one." And then they look <laughs> And he kept doing that over and over. He did it again tonight. It Feels very like
1: uh, nature. So it feels like your your dad's like an animal, and he knows like a wounded animal is out there. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. he like he's like, he's like aware. He's like, he's
0: like, oh yeah, Purdue. It's like I can see it coming. Uh, it, it's either either that's the curse or Robbie Hummel's the curse. Whoa, I swear he's, whoa. Uh,
1: Robbie, Robbie, we gotta figure. We're gonna see Robbie in a week. We're gonna, we're gonna, gonna talk to talk to him. We should yeah.
0: just have him on the show. and,
1: yeah. and, and confront him. Do a Dual podcast.
0: Apologize to Purdue fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that'd be great. We that'd ambush fun. him.
0: Uh, so I asked you this earlier. You've had a little time to think on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, where's your head at with these two scenarios? Mm. You know that North Carolina is going to play St. Peter's. That game is definitely happening. Knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> in, knock on in a wood. In the COVID yeah, era, yeah, I don't want to yeah, say things are definitely know. happening, but it's definitely happening uh you you i don't know if you noticed this i i it it, it jumped out to me tonight duke is actually still in this tournament <laughs> <laughs> oh wow sure. and i'm doing the math here if duke wins their game yep and carolina wins their game it looks like yep if my bracket's correct you guys are going to meet in the final four so where is uh if you're if you're going home tonight and you're losing sleep because you're sweating out like mm. the, the future you have a little yeah. anxiety about the future do you have more anxiety about the real-life opponent you have to play being a 15 seed and the only thing standing between Carolina and a Final Four is a 15 seed and what could possibly go wrong? Now you're in Purdue shoes. Yeah. It's opened Kentucky up for us. Shoes. The whole Murray world's State opened shoes. up for us. Yeah. Does that give you more anxiety or does the possibility of meeting Coach K in his final season for the first time in the history of the Duke-Carolina rivalry? Yeah. Meeting in the NCAA tournament in the Final Four during Coach K's final season in Zion Williamson's City of New Orleans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in Williamson City? Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think if you had asked me before the game, I would have said I'm way worried. Uh, after St. Peter's had won, I, I would say I was way worried about St. Peter's, and I'm still I'm I'm still worried about St. Peter's. Not to say I'm not. I have so St. Peter's. I am more anxious about or more nervous about Duke. I do feel like we have to play them in the tournament at some point during the Coach K era. You know what I mean? It feels like almost crazy that we haven't and i think that this is the time because i think that duke thinks if they play carolina it's a sh- it's a lock that they are going to win that game and i don't blame him i would think it's a lock too but i like our chances and somebody has to knock duke off i don't think it's going to be st peters and maybe it is i could be wrong
0: is it I, not going to be arkansas
1: it could be arkansas and and i will say this um if i were the must bus with all the all the people that are saying i have no chance that's true. That I would I would pull that up. That's
0: true. Everybody, now that Carolina beat UCLA, everybody is... Uh,
1: Saying that Duke is going to blow them out mm-hmm. and that they're going to set the tone, set the stage for this. Carolina, if Duke goes to the Final Four, you know, in the ACC tournament, a lot of people forget we played Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech was the better team. They were, to, they were destined to win the ACC tournament, but we were okay to lose that game because we didn't want to see Duke again, especially the joy that we had had a couple weeks before. I think we're far enough away from that where... I'm not dodging Duke. If if that's the question, is Carolina gonna dodge Duke? Do they take a dive to St. Peter's to dodge <laughs> yeah, Duke?
0: Do you purposely lose? There it's, there it's, is
1: zero percent chance that they do that because Final Fours are forever. And if it means that we have to face Duke again and face the devil, well, we'll see you in hell.
0: I'm gonna say this. Uh, I I have never. I I I generally don't think I'd have to. Oof, I'd have to think about it. But uh, I I am rooting for Duke to meet Carolina in the Final Four harder than. I've I've rooted for a lot of Ohio State (laughs) tournaments. I mean, I really have. Like, I've I've put myself in the shoes. You know who else is rooting for it? Mark Embert and the rest
1: of the inside. Everybody. I mean, everybody.
0: Everybody outside of Fayetteville and Jim, where is St. Peter's again? Jersey City. Jersey. Jersey. (laughs) Nice. Um,
1: Arkansas goes to the free throw line more than any team in the country.
0: Mm 10 free throws against Duke I, I was going to say I don't, I, I, I don't think that I wouldn't happens. be I wouldn't be better So that I think
1: that changes game. in that game so well, that's, that's that's why that's I That's exactly
0: right it. is that even even if even, even if Arkansas wanted to win I've now now that Carolina has won I I if if if, if Duke and Carolina don't meet the NCAA I don't want to hear anybody talk about how the NCAA is unethical ever
1: Yeah I, it I might be the say. most <laughs> No, I, I mean seriously though, if 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 North Carolina and Duke don't both win, then you know don't that want it's to not hear, fixed. You know it's not. You fixed. know it's not fixed. You because if it fixed. was fixed, those games are done.
0: You cannot. Th- that is th- that is the best for if business. If it was fixed, let's just be. If and it was, you fixed, know what?
1: Villanova, Kansas, North Carolina, and
0: Duke would be. In the I'm fight. going to argue that uh, actually Duke and Carolina meeting in the Final Four is is better than meeting in the national championship because if I'm scripting this it's Duke Carolina probably Villanova Kansas get the four blue bloods or if we want to throw Villanova in there whatever. I
1: think Villanova took Kentucky's spot <laughs> I'm kidding Kentucky <laughs> but calm down People calm are asking. down
0: uh, if, if Duke beats Carolina in the final four and then plays Kansas in the title game yes that is that is a great like I, I don't know. I mean I guess I guess meeting Carolina in the title game is better, but I don't I don't know. I think I think the lead up is what makes it better. What that's, all, that's it makes it the, final that's why more. the final four that's why the final four I think Duke meeting Carolina in the final four makes it actually better than the title game because we have the whole run up. The whole run up we're talking yeah, about it. Of course. We're doing a live show by the way. If you're going to the final four, we are going to be at the uh, Nopsy. uh Knopsy Hotel. Uh, Spelled like no psi. That's yeah. I pointed out to us, which is good. Um, uh, Thursday night final four week in New Orleans. Uh, you can get the ticket uh, tickets at the, the Titus and Tidus Tate, Tate Twitter,
1: Twitter bio. My
0: Twitter. I, I think it's. I'm going to tweet
1: out a link there. as well later or tomorrow. So if
0: you're a, if you're a Duke Carolina. Arkansas, Houston, you know, one of these teams is the,
1: about to go. A lot of Villanova people have reached out to me saying they great. want to come to the show. Come to the show. We'll
0: yeah. have a great time. Thank you, Villanova. But you know what will make the time just like honestly the greatest time of all time is if Duke and Carolina are playing in the final oh, yeah. four. <laughs> it's
1: I really I, greatest I, show I, I've have, I am show. I am now in the pool. I am ready to swim. I am not afraid. Of this man, uh, and yeah, I'm excited.
0: I'm not afraid anymore.
1: I'm not afraid of this man. You're.
0: you're like I used Macaulay to be afraid. I used to
1: be afraid of the monster. You know what yeah. I mean. And now I think Carolina is. We're ready to face the monster, and we're going to live with the result. Because at the end of the day, if you lose to Duke in the Final Four, you still have the most Final Fours ever, 21. So
0: there you go. Hang your hat on something. H- that banner. Hang your hat uh, on something. Should we talk about the other? Should the Midwest or? <laughs> Let's talk about the Midwest quickly. Uh, I mean, Kansas. I, I want to say this about Kansas. Uh, Remy Martin is a sandbagging son of a bitch. Yeah, and we you, call you're out. Upset. We call out Eric Musselman for this. Yeah. He's the king of it. I'm starting to wonder if Remy Martin is the actual king of He's this. The prince. Yeah, because <laughs> Remy Martin is the Big Twelve preseason player of the year. He's the prince of Persia.
1: He's um, in the sand.
0: He he has twice or once at least. Was was he this year preseason? All of, I think last pre- year he was preseason. First team All American.
1: Uh yes. yes, And then this year he was preseason Big Twelve Big Twelve player. player there, there.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the preseason god. This man has more preseason accolades because the media and, loves him. By yeah. the way, because he's great. His in name's practice. Remy Martin. <laughs> so did you hear Seth
1: Davis tell a story about how he took his son to a Bobby Hurley practice when Remy was a freshman, and it, he said he tells his kids to bring that Remy energy. Oh, really? He's loved by the media. The media loves Remy right. Martin, which well, explains why he's preseason everything.
0: Whatever. He's preseason Big Twelve Player of the Year. Yeah. If you watched even a little bit of Kansas this year. Uh, you, you it might have jumped out to you that Remy Martin was does not, not good. play, yeah. does not play, was hurt, was yeah. hurt, was not hurt, but was just not good. Uh, was it? It was an absolute mess of a situation in the sense that
1: a lot of rumors about self doesn't like him, doesn't want yes. to play him. A lot of no
0: disrespect stuff. to DeJuan Harris, but uh, the the big obvious hole of this Kansas team was, was guard play. Was, guard play. Yeah. was they they had great wing play. We were we were like Baji and Brown and Jalen Wilson when he was wings don't win well. titles though. That was they. They were great. What we needed was was a can a lead guard at Kansas. That's what makes their teams great when they are great. Every Bill Self team has a great point guard. Every yep. great Bill Self team has a great point guard. Uh, and and Remy Martin decided at the start of the NCAA tournament. Now I'm going to start playing well. And we've created a situation where the preseason Big Twelve Player of the Year is somehow Kansas's secret weapon, and it makes zero sense. It's unprecedented. And the only thing I can say is that Remy Martin's a sandbagging son of a bitch. Yeah. And it's got me thinking, Tate. Because there's been a lot of sandbagging going on. Arkansas was sandbagging. I, we went through it. All the teams that like all the all the times like their <laughs> yeah, own fan base said we're done. Yeah, yeah. I I think in light of Houston going on their second elite eight run, and and, and maybe final four. Maybe Houston tomorrow goes on back to back completes back to back final four runs. They've killed the fraud power rankings. Maybe the fraud power rankings are You're dead. You're done with frauds. Maybe it's time to introduce the sandbagging son of a bitch power <laughs> rankings. <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of sandbagging yeah, going out. There's a lot
1: think. of sandbaggers. There's a
0: lot of sandbaggers.
1: Musselman was the first one that really got us because Musselman would do it during a game where his team, especially in Nevada, where they'd yeah. be down 15 points. And he go, he half cut to the
0: cuts the. He's just like got his hands on his head and he's like, "What are we going?"
1: He's <sighs> like, "We have no answers. We have zero answers." Uh, Second half comes out they yeah. go on a 30-0 run and you're like, "What in
0: the? What? What? <laughs> what?
1: Wait, what?" <laughs> and that's that's what sandbagging is
0: Jeremy Roach sandbagging son of a bitch I'm putting him he's on the sandbagger. list he's a sandbagger
1: Caleb Love he, <laughs> Caleb might, be, he love. might be a sandbagger
0: I'm gonna have to
1: check on him <laughs> oh man Doug Eater
0: sandbagger <laughs> uh, so that's something to monitor do you have any Miami uh, Iowa State thoughts gonna be honest we, yeah. we we value honesty on this program didn't watch it didn't watch the Canada- That's candidate. it was first, on it was that's right the there. first game of the tournament I didn't really watch and the reason I didn't watch is because Caroline and UCLA was so close and uh, Tate I, I you know watch watching you slowly die and then come back to life and all yeah, that consume no. my attention
1: so. honestly I yet again, I feel like I have apologies to Miami fans, but life. also
0: at the same time, you knew exactly what was coming that you were playing a freaking eleven seed uh no one was gonna watch your game. Sorry, that's just the way it it's
1: the, just way the way it works, <laughs> but also it's probably for the best because Miami. I mean, this is great. You talk about the resume of Jim Laranega, the fact that, I mean, he went on PTI today and he had a great conversation, but he was talking about how college basketball has changed so much with the transfer portal. And look at this game. I mean, Karen McGusty comes from Oklahoma and he's playing in the Sweet 16 for Miami and drops 27 points.
0: Charlie Moore, a rematch.
1: Revenge game against Kansas. Yeah, Yeah. like this is is the world that we live Uh, in. It's going to be fun. Uh, I really like this Miami team. I think that they had pe- I thought they had peaked in january but they seem like they have like a, a whole nother surge of energy they're a very fun group you got Wardenberg, you got wong you got charlie moore He just said um there's a lot of familiar faces they're a great group they're a bunch of older guys uh jim laranega said they were the smartest team in the tournament because they have three guys getting their masters <laughs> which i thought was hilarious um yeah i mean miami's a fun team and a fun group so kansas they're gonna have their hands full with this miami group but this is a great draw for Kansas. Like, if you were if you were a Kansas fan and you saw the bracket in the Midwest, this broke pretty perfectly. um Dude, things
0: I, I mean, honestly, when the bracket came out, it was uh th- having Auburn as your two seed, Wisconsin as your three, Providence as your four. I was the five is the one that you start to say, all right, well, I was probably the best five. Yeah, Coming in exactly. as a tournament, we thought I was the best five. Yeah. But uh Kansas, but that was
1: the first seed where you're like you had the best five seed but you didn't have the best yeah, two seed you you didn't have the, have best, the best three, three seed, seed best, best four
0: yeah uh and and Kansas got a great draw the bracket broke well for them and now here they are having to beat Miami and to to go to the final four dude it is it, this has been an insane tournament obviously I don't need to point this out you've been watching right I've been watching you've been watching Jim, Jim you watching Jim you watching <laughs> yeah it's good <laughs> it's unbelievable every, every time with this guy um. <laughs> Well, we we were laughing too that uh, that uh you you could we could look up and it's Duke, Kansas, Carolina, and Villanova and
1: yeah which it's just, would be just, crazy it's like yeah that's as, blue as Blood crazy Central. as
0: the tournament was it's blue bloods it also could be
1: <laughs> Arkansas, St. Peter's, Miami, and Houston you know what I mean which also also would be, blue bloods would, <laughs> it would be crazy also <laughs> also for blue bloods I mean we said this tournament is chaos and like with the Elite Eight that we have, it goes on both sides, you know what I mean? Like, Carolina being in the Elite Eight is chaos. St. Peter's is obviously chaos. I mean, even the must bus, given the Vermont game and all the expectations yeah. after the tournament was released, the people, bracket was People released, counting
0: out Arkansas. I can't believe one. people were counting them out. People I mean, said Arkansas wouldn't even crazy. be Vermont. Crazy. Uh, do you have, <laughs> should we sign off with you uh, giving yeah. a message to the haters? Is that a good way to end it? Do you have a message to the haters? Do you are, are do you have a message to yourself? You were you were a hater yourself. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look, Caleb hate that was too far. Caleb love. I respect everything that you're about. Look at this guy, Jake Taylor. Remember when Tate Frazier was done with Caleb love. I, nothing really changed. I mean, I, I love the guy, but, uh, you know, he's our, he's our guy. He's our stiffler. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's our yep. stiffler. You can't, you can't have him. um, yeah, message of the haters was, I did hear a lot this year about how the ACC was the worst conference, uh, how this is the—
0: Only three teams in the one, Elite Eight. Now, you couldn't even get to half. One-bid
1: league is what a lot of people said. Uh, they, that was their favorite thing. A lot of bubble boys throwing one-bid league. It really was. It a lot was. of that, and now three teams in the Elite Eight for a one big league. I don't know how it works, but uh, the message of the haters is simple. Don't ever doubt the ACC.
0: I know how it works. We we did the Pac-12 update last year. The Pac-12 got three teams. Should we Elite do the Big eight. Ten? We did the. Eight, we got to do a Big Ten update. Let's do a Big Ten year. update. Let's. I think let's next will year will the
1: Big Ten to a to well, at least a Final Four or a championship showing because this I mean, year was egregious. We don't. No really, one in the Elite Eight. Nobody. We don't really. Round?
0: But I mean, like a Big Ten update actually makes a lot. Of, we don't really talk about the Big Ten that much on the show anyway. So yeah, like that would be that would be nice. that would actually make a lot of sense nice. to talk because
1: let's do a Mac update. <laughs> let's do a Mac update. Seriously, Rick with Pitino, the with two a's. Yeah. yeah, with two A's, yeah. Sorry,
0: not sorry a bad for... idea. St. Peter's and Iona, and Manhattan I'm gonna say this, like South as first.
1: an ACC guy, the only other conference that I'm seeing that I'm respecting is the Mac. the MAC. That's, That's the, the only.
0: I don't see the Pac-12 teams or Big Ten teams left. Yeah,
1: no respect for those guys. I think this is the new. <laughs> these are
0: the new power. We conferences. are. Uh, I, I want to say this because you can't say this because you're you're about to play St. Peter's. We are anti-St. Peter's. I, I think I want <laughs> I want to get out in front of this because uh, St. Peter's is taking the country by storm. Like, like. Everybody. Everybody loves the Cinderella story. You know what I love more than Cinderella? Uh, I love this man I've been podcasting with for years yeah. uh, and and this ride that we've gone on together. And I want to see you happy. And unfortunately, St. Peter's is in North Carolina's way, so I'm not afraid to say it. Every single person on planet Earth is going to be cheering for St. Peter's to knock off the blue blood in North Carolina. Not me, Tate. Not me. We are officially anti-St. Peter's, <coughs> but we're done with St. Peter's. Great story. Get him out of here. Okay. Let's let the real teams play.
1: We're Prince Charming. I, yeah. I googled who was in Cinderella's way, and they said <laughs> Prince Charming. So North, North Carolina. Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. So right, I remember I was like, I was like, who is Cinderella's enemy besides her step. Stuck the
0: dagger in Cinderella's <laughs> stomach and just <laughs> <laughs>
1: Prince Charming. Uh, Wait, I remember that different. is who North Carolina is. That's who apparently stopped uh, it's all Cinderella. A different Cinderella than everyone else. Or Lady it's Tremaine totally. is also the wicked. Z- we, we're either Prince Charming or Lady <laughs> Tremaine. <laughs> But, uh, you pick um I think, I think we're fine. St. Peter's doesn't want anyone else in the bandwagon, so we refuse to be that needy. you know what yeah. I mean we're, we're not trying to get their attention. We also respect that they're doing their own thing. they're paving their own path and UBC, leave them
0: alone. that's who I really hate. dude, the UBC Twitter account, like the oh. guy I, it's not about you. It's not about you. Not about you. UMBC guy. Not about you. Saint Peter's. Also,
1: win another, win a second round game, and when, maybe it would have been
0: get to the Sweet Sixteen. UMBC. Yeah. Like what the hell? You can't. You can't do this the rest of your life. Every time a team wins, you're like, yeah. hey, remember us? Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of not really anymore. No, because Virginia Cause won 15, the title yeah, the next we got year. Fifteenth seed in yeah. the NBA. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. An app. Good job. Hey, UMBC guy, what's, what's your major?
1: Yeah, can we get Coach oh, K for real? I, to tell I, that guy to shut up? I, can we get
0: uh, Coach K to ask that guy his major? Dude, the UMBC Twitter guy is is he's, now that, now oh, that Ohio State ended Sister Jean, yeah. I think we got a new yeah. blood NBA feud, State. and it's the UMBC Twitter guy that literally any time... Like, I, I bet the dude probably fired off a tweet about Miami because they're a double-digit seed. He's like, another double-digit seed. Hey, guys, remember when another double-digit seed won an NCAA tournament game? Speaking of double-digits. <laughs> Speaking of double-digit double seed, on this day... Ugh. This many years ago that it's like, dude, we remember. We all remember. We remember. We remember. We need you to we get people forget. But people also forget.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we remember. The the North remembers.
0: People forget that we remember. I guess that's the take home. Don't make it a like that that is insane. It's not fair to the peacocks. It's about
1: the peacocks. Like, I don't like the sports center is like UMBC is passing the torch to the peacocks. You don't have No.
0: You never had the torch. You were never in the Elite Eight. You were never in the Elite Eight. Never. And you it's, never will be. It's Saint Peter's story. Just let, kidding. You just might be. Let them. Let them. Let them. Be. Let the peacocks fly. Oh my God. Let the. It. It, it just reminds me of Reggie Miller showing up at. <laughs> at Steph Curry. James Harden has taken over third place on the made threes, and Reggie Miller's like, "I'm here to be." It's like Reggie, if you weren't here, we were still gonna acknowledge that he. Like we don't need you. We yeah. don't need you here to. Reggie has uh, to a, give a the golden blessing.
1: diamond basketball yes. to give to him. It's
0: like now that I'm here, we will allow this record to go into the. Yeah. No, no, we don't need you. If UMBC fell off the face of the earth, guess what? St. Peter's is still in the Elite Eight. We don't need your blessing. Mm -hmm. Shut up. Mm -hmm. That's my... You're not the Pope. We're anti-Cinderella because I... You're not the Pope of the Cinderella. I've enjoyed St. Peter's. I got to ask this because uh, I've been on record as saying that I enjoy watching upsets in the first weekend, but then when the Sweet 16 starts, I like to cheer for favorites because then it makes the Final Four more fun to watch the best teams go ahead. I just remember 2011. 2011 was the garbage Final Four, garbage national title game. I don't want that to happen again. Yeah.
1: That was so garbage.
0: But I, you know, like having said that, watching St. Peter's win tonight was fun. I wasn't mad that they beat Purdue. uh, But I like
1: St. Peter's. But now they're they're if they
0: were playing anyone other than North Carolina, but they're they're not. They're if St. Peter's was playing
1: Duke in the Elite Eight, I I would would be the biggest Peacock fan.
0: I would pull for them. Unfortunately, that's not how it shakes out. Unfortunately, Uh, that's game. Unfortunately, that's game. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, St. Peter's, yeah, you have to die. Uh, That's how it's going to have to work.
1: Unless yeah. unless you can promise me that you're going to beat
0: Duke. Unless, that's that's the only Would you rather North Carolina win and lose to Duke? North Carolina makes the final four and loses to Duke or St. Peter's beats North Carolina and then beats Duke?
1: St. Peter's beats Duke and You'd Carolina.
0: take the fall. It. It.
1: I, I will, I will we will fall on the sword for that. I love it. Thank you St.
0: Peter. Uh all right. Uh, oh before we go, uh should we shout out the the Tyveras?
1: Oh gonna, yeah, yeah. Well, we, uh, yeah, if you didn't see this, Titus and I, we were in the Ty Verdes, who's a pop star. I don't know if you know Ty Verdes. I look learned up, this last week. Yeah. Go look up his music. He has Shout a song AOK okay that you might like for the, for the family at home, but he has a new song called Three Outfits, right? Mm-hmm, three Outfits. And it's, uh, it's a March Madness parody video. He needed some sports guys. We were those sports guys. We cracked some jokes. We made our cameo in the video. Yeah. Um, the video is pretty fun. I mean, it made me laugh. Um, some people didn't like the song Keller. But yeah, uh, yeah. but other hater. people haters. hater, a lot of haters out there. But if you if you like Ty Vernons if you like Titus and Tate, that's a crossover you should go check out.
0: Three outfits. That was a good plug. Three outfits. That was a good plug. I need another outfit, dude. I came, I moved to LA three years ago with a twinkle in my eye and a dream in my heart. Yeah, and the dream was to have my penis on Game of Thrones in the background as an extra. That would have been big. Uh, it That'd did not huge. happen. And I thought my dream was gonna die when Game of Thrones went mm. off the air, <laughs> but. I, I am now on a Ty Verdez music video and I think yeah. this is the st- start of something special, Tate, and I'm so excited for that. So go check that out. And, and no,
1: Titus hopped off the plane the- at LAX. <laughs> he had his dream and his cardigan and uh he went for it. This
0: is gonna open so many doors for us, so many cameos. Um are there any <laughs> other any other parting thoughts, anything about tomorrow, anything, anything at all. It's your the floor is yours. I'll let you say goodbye <gasps> to everybody. I'm gonna put my microphone over here so I you shut up. You're
1: gonna take it away? Yeah, uh, yeah, you go, go. Shout Sign out to the off. North Carolina Tar Heels, Elite Eight, you did it again. Duke. Good luck tomorrow. I'll be watching. I'll be waiting. And I can't wait to see you in New Orleans. We'll see you later. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.